Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series two, episode 278 of this daily study podcast and hope you're enjoying your Sabbath day and have enjoyed conference so far. Be aware that I'm recording this on Saturday morning in the UK, uh, which means that it's, uh, well, it's around about uh, quarter to eight now and so it's well into the night uh, in Utah and so General Conference hasn't happened yet, so if you're thinking it's a bit odd that I'm not mentioning General Conference in this episode, uh, that is why. However, just wait till Monday, we'll have a full look at uh, some, well, for the next couple of few, few days, I think, we'll probably have a look and a breakdown of the conference talks and messages. So today we'll uh, continue with our study of September 28th to October the 11th, 3rd Nephi 17 to 19, Behold My Joy is Full. And I'm pleased, actually, that this study is going to be done over two weeks because we're not going to complete it today, even though it's only three chapters. There is just so much in this in these rich chapters. We are going to look today at 3 Nephi 18, sorry, 3 Nephi 19 uh, verses 6 through to around 22, which uh, covers the section titled Disciples of Jesus Christ Seek the Gift of the Holy Ghost. So... Um, we've talked about yesterday how the, the, the word was spread that Jesus would come the next day. And then we read that uh, they, did, they did gather uh, and they were split into 12 groups because the, the body, the multitude was so great. Uh, and then they taught them and they, they taught them to pray and they taught to pray in the name of Jesus. And then uh, in verse nine, they said, it says, and they did pray for that which they most desired, and they desired that the Holy Ghost should be given unto them. So we talked about how the Savior gave the power of the Holy Ghost to the twelve. And now we read that they're teaching the people that they need to pray for the Holy Ghost. Um, Ger- Bishop Gerald Colsey uh, said this, quote, when we have the spirit with us, our spiritual senses are sharpened and our memory is kindled. So we cannot forget the miracles and signs we have witnessed. That may be why, knowing Jesus was about to leave them, his Nephite disciples prayed fervently for that which they most desired, and they desired that the Holy Ghost should be given unto them. Although they had seen the Saviour with their own eyes and had touched his wounds with their own hands, they knew that their testimonies might dwindle without being constantly renewed by the power of the Spirit of God. My brothers and sisters, never do anything to risk the loss of this precious and marvellous gift, the companionship of the Holy Ghost. Seek it through fervent prayer and righteous living. Close quote. That that is interesting because it, that is the first time I've realised actually that this prayer for the Holy Ghost was given in the middle of the two days or however many days that the Saviour was with them. But between the first day and the second day that the Saviour was with them and they they aren't praying for him to come back to them. They aren't praying for his presence. They're praying for the Holy Ghost. And they had clearly understood the, the meaning and the power and the potential that the Holy Ghost has in our lives to really connect with our Saviour. Uh, and so that's what they desired to have that with them. And do we, you know, take that as seriously? Do we really rely and, and enjoy and seek the presence of the Holy Ghost? I can honestly say that whilst I pray that I may have the Spirit with me, like it's sometimes a very rote thing that I say. Do I really desire, do I really seek to have that with me every single minute of every day? I know that we all probably could make some uh, efforts in that area. Uh, and so that's certainly something to consider, especially as we are in the middle of conference. Are we seeking to have the Holy Ghost with us so that we can be prepared to receive those messages from him? Um, he then goes he then goes on and Nephi goes down into the water and is baptized. And then he baptizes those that were chosen. And when they came out the, come out of the water, the Holy Ghost falls upon them. Uh, and in verse 14, it says this. 
And behold, they were encircled about as if it were by fire, and it came down from heaven, and the multitude did witness it, and did bear record, and angels did come down out of heaven, and did minister unto them. So great, uh, marvellous signs and witnesses again <coughs> happening here. And this time it's in relation to the Holy Ghost being given. D. Ogden Kelly and Andrew C. Skinner said, quote, The symbol of the Holy Ghost is fire. Pe the people were encircled about as if it were by fire. Again, not by usual fire, but the radiance, brilliance, light or glory that accompanied angelic ministrants from heaven. Close quote. It's interesting to me that, uh, and I like how um, Skinner and Kelly refer to the fire that surrounded them as radiance, brilliance, light, or glory. Um, it reminds me of um, the uh, kind of the, the versions of jo the Joseph Smith first vision. If you read uh, the actual manuscript of his first account, and I can't remember off the top of my head when it was first recorded, I think it was 1832. Uh, when you read that, you can see that when he talks about the pillar of light that comes down, the first word he actually used in written form himself, the prophet Joseph Smith, to describe this pillar of light was a pillar of fire. Um, and then after some consideration, you can see he's crossed that out and he's put light. Um, and again, that just kind of, that, that links completely with this, that the, that the experience of this fire um, it, it's only described really as fire. There's nothing else that we really have on earth, any elements that can match uh, or, you know, be similar to this experience of this radiance and glory that comes down other than the, other than the fire. Uh, and so we should seek that baptism of fire ourselves, the Holy Ghost. It can be a real guiding light, light literally, in our lives. Um, then what happens is whilst this is happening, in verse 15, it says, And it came to pass that while the angels were ministering unto the disciples, behold, Jesus came and stood in the, in the midst and ministered unto them. Um, I really find it fascinating um, that it's at that moment that Jesus appears. Um, it isn't before, it isn't after. It's at that moment when the Spirit has born into their hearts and they're testifying and teaching with the power of the Holy Ghost because it's then that he appears. And we, are, we think of verses... Uh, such as where two or three are gathered in my name, then I'll be in their midst, and uh, other such things. Well, if we have the Holy Ghost in our presence, in our hearts, and, and we are sharing that and testifying of that, then surely that means that, um, that, that, that... Surely that means that if we have the Holy Ghost with us, then he is in our midst. Sure, of course, he's not going to appear physically if we have the Holy Ghost with us, but he is with us you know, through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I just find that, you know, interesting that those two kind of events linked together. And hopefully in our lives, we can recognize that when we have the Holy Ghost more in our lives, then we'll be we also are in the Savior's presence more. Um, and we can have him with us uh, throughout our mortal journey if we have that Holy Ghost to be present with us. This gift that, the, that these disciples have been given, because don't forget, it is just st it's still for th the twelve disciples have been given this gift of the Holy Ghost, and that is made clear in the, uh, the in the Savior's prayer that He gives. I'm not going to dive fully into the Savior's prayer because I think that that is a whole other section in itself. But I do want to make reference to the very first thing that He talks about in this prayer. Um, he says, "Father, I thank Thee that Thou hast given the Holy Ghost unto these whom I have chosen." Um, Father, I, and then in verse 21, Father, I pray that thou wilt give the Holy Ghost unto all them that shall believe in their words. Um, far, and then verse 22, Father, thou, thou hast given them the Holy Ghost because they believe in me. The very first thing he prays about is about the Holy Ghost. 
And that, again, shows me just how important that Holy Ghost is. The experience and the um, opportunity to have the gift of the Holy Ghost with us is something which, if the Saviour, when he re rejoins the Nephites, it's the very first thing he does is he goes away, gets on his knees and prays and thanks the Father that he has given the Holy Ghost to them. And clearly it's of great importance. Uh, and so we should make sure that we, as uh, Bishop uh, Gerald Corsay said, seek it and live with it, live righteously for it uh, so that we can have it. That pretty much brings us to the end of the study for today. So uh, thank you very much for joining. Uh, obviously, I know that there's a lot of listening and lots of things to watch uh, over this conference weekend. So I do appreciate if you've taken the 10 minutes or so to listen to this. I hope that we can uh, learn that lessons from this lesson about having the Holy Ghost with us more fully and that will help us in our general conference listening. Um, thank you for um, those that have joined on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. If you haven't joined yet, please do so. It takes a few minutes and then what you'll have is access to a daily kind of post from myself usually and also great study ideas and study comments from others as well. And I'd love to, for more to join the discussion. And please do email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode. We've not had a lot of interest, uh, a lot of messages for, messages for that so far. I'm currently trying to set one up, um, but I'd love to, love to have some more of those. So please do let me know. Uh, you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you're interested in joining. Thank you for, for listening and until we meet again. <laughs>